powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Well, it wasn't the best of nights if you're a Calgary Flames fan, that's for sure. But here we are. It's game over Calgary. Welcome to today's episode of that. Uh, I am Audie James. I am not the happiest. Obviously, my counterpart over here, I'll introduce him shortly, is a little happier, as you can tell by the banner in his yes. background. <laughs> um, but before we get started, if you guys want to bet, you can do it at Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Football continues. The World Series is around the corner, and they've dropped the puck on the hockey season. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Made for Canadians by Canadians. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see what all or see all of what sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. So that's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Ontario only, 19 plus. Please play responsibly on the topic of playing responsibly a pretty responsible game for the most part from both sides tonight um i'm joined today by uh one of my oilers counterparts uh, a guy i like to go head to head with on twitter uh no love lost definitely here but <laughs> yeah. uh, but i'm happy to have uh waz from oilers nation joining me today buddy i know how, i know what you're gonna say but how the hell are you after that rendition of the battle of alberta uh not too bad honestly it wasn't like the last couple battle of albertas where you know I feel like tensions were extremely high. It felt very tame for the most part. So I'm just happy to get two points to beat Calgary. Um, honestly, if if we lost that game, I probably the the, the crap talking you guys would have given me would have been a headache. So it's I'm just trying to. I'm just so it goes both ways. Now. It goes yeah, both yeah, ways, brother. We we see, we uh, we we yeah. harp on each other. So the se- season series is tied now, which is great. And and it's actually kind of poetic like it's a three three games in the battle of alberta this year which is first of all a goddamn sin yes why is there only three but to add on to that the fact that there's only three it only makes sense that this thing is now split and it'll come down to one more game in Mm -hmm. calgary if i'm not mistaken i I think think so potentially i think that's in december towards the end of the year so and i'm sure you guys at oilers nation will come and uh there's a chance come and take over the crumble dome I haven't heard anything. Uh, I've been to the Saddle Down Dome, the Crumb. I just don't mind it. I, I had a good first experience when I went there for a preseason game. So I like pocket dogs. Oh man, everybody! Yeah, that's, so- there's few things that Oilers fans and Flames can't, fans can agree on, and one of them is just how damn good the pocket dogs are. The other thing is, uh, you don't have to take out a goddamn mortgage to buy food and drink at the Saddle True, Dome actually, like you would at, uh, at at Rogers. So yeah, I found the prices <laughs> to be a little similar in terms of. You know, beer, but that beer is always expensive. Right? It always is. It doesn't matter yeah, where you yeah. go. Uh, first comment right off the top uh, on the uh, on the live stream here. Oilers win, Flames and Leafs lose. Nothing more you can ask for as a fan. So obviously, Oilers Nation coming in and uh, and spending some time with us. This, but the uh, question this... is, are we happy the Leafs lost considering LA is a Pacific Division team, right? That's what I'm saying. That's, I mean, you know, I don't know. The jealous, and, and I got to be careful because I got to watch the, I can't bite the hand that feeds. If you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, with especially mm-hmm. with this network, I cannot shit yeah. talk the Leafs too much because I value my job. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I shit talk them all the time, and Steve knows that. But um, yeah, you know what? It, it it that was a. I don't know if you caught any of that game. Not that it's game over LA, but yeah, I, Leafs, I watched a bit of it. Yeah, Leafs it was, did not look fantastic. It was weird. Tonight. It was a weird game from the Leafs. Uh, it definitely was. You know what? It wasn't a weird game in Calgary though. Uh, just to talk about the start of that game. You know, you and I texted or messaged a little bit back and forth on Twitter before or yeah, before we obviously hopped on here during the game and a bit of a 
different start and and oh 100 like it was it was slower and i was over at a buddy's place i just jetted back over here yeah um to to do this post game show but um the way he described it was they were playing it safe both sides were playing it pretty safe um i liked to describe it as like cautious it seemed like both sides were very cautious in in all three zones uh your take on the start of this game I think it was the best way to put it. It was like, I watched that first period and the first thing was like, somebody do something. Some, right. I think there was a few hits here and there. And it was for a moment there, it was like both teams had five or two shots in the first like eight minutes. It was very odd. Like compared to the few last few Battle of the Birds we've had, this was oddly tame. And I'm not even like talking about the playoffs. Even if you go back to like the, the last time you guys beat us in the regular season, I mean, you guys came out three goals pretty quick on Jack Campbell. He gets pulled. Mm-hmm. You go back to last year, it was like, what, a 9-5 game? And this yeah. game was like a 3-2. It was very calm and tame. And like you Uncharacteristic said, I, for a battle of yeah. Alberta. And no, no team, neither team wanted to make a mistake, it felt. Everyone was kind of playing and safe, being cautious, which I, I didn't mind seeing for a change. Yeah, no kidding. It was, and like, you know, everybody expects the battle of Alberta to be this uh, big rough and tumble. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you, you, you know we, we see flashes of that. We get that yeah. every now and then. It's not... I just find the way that both of these teams are now, we're probably going to see a little bit less of the rough and tumble. Um, and they're going to beat the shit out of you uh, by outskilling you. E- either yeah, side will we'll try to do it that way, aside from the uh, uh, from the fisticuffs and the big hits. Don't get me wrong. like the, You still see it. You still see the back and forth. There was a play with, with uh, Kulak and Backland uh, where Kulak, I think, grabbed on the back of his jersey. Former teammates, too. True, um, actually. And they were, they were whacking away at each other. But uh, definitely not the kind of start that I think I was anticipating. I like, I wasn't mm-hmm. anticipating the big, you know, heavy hitting and all that stuff, but slower start. Uh, we finished that first period scoreless. Yeah. And uh, zero, zero, which, which is, I mean, again, uncharacteristic. As an Oilers fan, I'm actually happy because we tend to always have really weird, like tough first periods, tough starts to games. So for me, that kind of gave me a little bit more confidence in the team going forward, not just mm-hmm. in the game in general. Right. Yeah, so. absolutely. And, from a Flames perspective, because obviously this is game over Calgary. If you're if mm-hmm. you're an Oilers fan, yeah, game okay. over game over Edmonton is is also on as well. Those boys have got you covered over there. But for the Flames, one of the things I brought up on Flames Nation this week as well, and shot down in Flames, a different another show that I'm on for mm-hmm. those who don't don't know. Um, the Oilers are coming off of three games and four nights. So yeah. one of the things we talked about on Shot Down in Flames was you know pounce on them early, get the you know not beat the piss out of them, but, but get on them early, kind of break them down. If you can, they're going to, you know, naturally be tired. Three games and four nights will do that to you, especially when the last two were on the road, you got to come home and then head to the saddle. Dome. And not only that, the game against Chicago was an absolute gong show. It was like that game. One of the weirdest games. We, we talked about that on Oilers nation radio and our shows. And like we said, it was probably one of the weirder Oilers games we've seen in a while. Yeah, absolutely. So. And, 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 you know, if you're the Calgary Flames and if you're a Calgary Flames fan, one of those things you think about, you, you know, get on them early. And mm-hmm. one of the things that we said that they had to avoid was taking penalties because you don't want to give a team who maybe has a little less gas in the tank than you more open ice, more time to kind of dial things in. And that's something that mm-hmm. the Calgary Flames failed to do was they spent some time in the penalty box and, you know, the Oilers they got a lot of scoring threats. We saw it tonight twice with Zach Hyman. McDavid had a yeah. bit of a sleeper goal that was kind of on Markstrom, but you know, you can't, you can't give that guy that shot anyways. But um, I mean, if you can kind of put a Calgary flames hat on for, for a moment here as, as an Oilers fan, um, 
what do you think about that? Like just taking those penalties and, and giving that potent power play and that potent offense as many chances as they did early. I, I thought the, uh, our power, like, uh, sorry, you, you want me to put myself. In ah, either for, way. You know? you know what? It's all good. Yeah. We're, we're I, I thought the flames PK was pretty solid. Honestly, I think the Oilers power play could have done better. And I thought we saw just how good Daryl Sutter's systems honestly were from keeping the puck out of the Oilers net. I mean, I mean, McDavid kind of took advantage of Markstrom's mistake to tie the game. And, and honestly, for the most part, I, I thought the Flames were kind of the better team uh, aside from that, those la- that last 10 minutes in the game. Uh, the Flames did look a little bit more dominant, uh, more better defensively. I thought the Oilers had a few too many mistakes that led, led to the goal that Lucci scored. It was Lucci that scored the second goal, right? Uh, the second goal was a Lucic assist, but it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that Ritchie, was, but that, that was, was it was just right. Yeah, it was a good and play. Honestly, I think I think this was just a perfect game of both teams capitalizing on each everyone's mistakes. It wasn't like one goalie played better than the other, or one goalie had a sloppy game. It was just, it wasn't really a sloppy game from either team. It was, no, it was very well. It was an even match. Yeah, that's and that's one of the notes like that I t- put down is just how close it really was from from puck drop on both sides. Yeah, like, both teams played a heck of a hockey game. And that's, that's when you like games like this is when you'll run into the whole, um, if you make a mistake, they're going to pounce on it. Yes. And we saw it with the McDavid goal. Markstrom probably played the puck, uh, when, when he shouldn't have showing his vintage Calgary, Mike Smith, uh, <laughs> playing the puck when he probably, and <laughs> you, know, you, know, you guys know all that, about yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he probably wants that one back, and, and, it, and it ends up being costly because that ties the game, and then the wind goes into the sails in, in Edmonton's favor. And like you talked about, that's kind of where Edmonton didn't take their foot off the gas. No, 100%. It's like, it, like I said, it was just a weird game. We didn't really take our foot off the gas. We were competitive for the full 60 minutes, it felt, honestly, where at times with the Oilers, it's like, okay, maybe we get 40 minutes. And just with how these recent, like, Last three games, when I'm feeling more confident by every game, I think mm-hmm. you're going to have a, a game here and there where it's like, oh, what's going on? The Oilers are playing like the typical Oilers from the past, but no, it, and like, I, I feel like this was a type of game where this is how I kind of expected the Babel Alberta to ha- go during the playoffs. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Everybody cagey, thought that too, right? More, I guess, is tactical fair word to say between the coaches. A hundred percent, because that's one. Yeah. Of the, another thing I put down is like the matchups were just perfect all night. Yeah. Like, and that's and that's something Flames fans wanted to see from Daryl Sutter. And you know, I I like to rag on you guys as much as I can because it's just you know part of my yeah. nature and part of Flames fans' nature. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, <laughs> Jay Woodcroft was the better coach in the playoffs. Um, that's not much of a secret. I, 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 I remember, I remember that TikTok I made. I think you, you, oh, I did, buddy. You, you, you know, you know, I'm going to come after you on the, in the TikToks. I'm just jealous. That's why, (laughs) but, but honestly though, and that, and that was, that's a fact I'll, I'll own that. I'm sure a lot of flames fans will probably own that as well. They were out coached in that game among men or that series among many other things. But tonight it seemed like, holy smokes, they, they nailed the matchups. Everybody was, yeah. you know, it was a tight checking game. Everybody was covering everybody. Um, both blue lines showed lapses, but both blue lines also showed that, you know, everybody knows how to play that defensive right, style. Exactly. So uh, that's a great point that you brought up because I wholeheartedly agree in the, in the matchup department. That that's uh, yeah, you know, one of those things that was definitely. And, you know, there. last game, I don't know if last game, but, it feels like the last couple of Battle of Alberta's, it's been really come down to the goaltenders and how they play. You know, in the playoffs, yeah. Markstrom's fell apart. And then you have Mike Smith having that blunder. The last Battle of Alberta uh, a couple of weeks ago, 
Jack Campbell. Not necessarily all those goals were his fault because pulled mm-hmm. within the first 10 minutes, right? And this game it was neither the goal te- both goaltenders t- t- played pretty well. Stuart Skinner was great. And it's just like I said, defensive mistakes is what cost the team. Yeah. Right. Mental mental mistakes, I think. And it's the little and it's just those little things because yeah. when it's such a close game, we we talked about it a little bit earlier here. The little mistakes are going to be the ones that cost you the most, mm-hmm. right? And and it was pretty uh, evident there. Uh, before we transition into something else, let's uh, sure let's have a look at some of the comments here. Um, so Brian saying Backlund should have uh, could have scored that second shorty. Don't know why he passed it. Again, I don't know if you can be too critical on that. If you're shorthanded, you're playing down a man. The object yeah. is not really to score; it's to kill the penalty. Um, they were lucky that they got the one uh, from Backlund. Great shot, right? by the way, which was exactly. Uh, and, and Skinner and, and and watching it in slow motion, Skinner just about had it too. Oh, he, he just needed that that little extra squeeze. Um, but yeah, either way, it it doesn't prove to be the the difference maker. Mm-hmm. Um, the original commenter who who talked about the Leafs says Leafs fans tears take precedent over everything so maybe yeah if, if that's yeah. the case then 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 sure um insider j money saying he loves us thank you brother uh leafs losing means funny dangle lfr and everyone wins when that this is happening. true always a good time game. to watch that the best lfr will always be the uh the uh carolina game when they lost to the zamboni oh, oh, oh nothing will ever pass that and steve knows that so um Anyway, Skinner looked great as he has all season. I can agree with that as well. I think Campbell has played well despite checkered results. Having a solid, consistent goalie tandem is refreshing. Here's hoping it's the difference maker. Maybe I, I, I 100% agree that. with that. And I had a comment on TikTok earlier today, and someone's like, oh, you guys are already giving up on Campbell. I'm like, no, that's not the case. It's just no. Cam- Campbell is, yes, he's led in a lot of goals, but a lot of times it's felt like the team in front of him hasn't been great, especially some of those first couple starts. Mm-hmm. Um, he's made some great saves and none of these goals have been like, you know, Mike Smith goals or Miko Koskinen goals where you're, you're, you're shaking your head at your goalie. It's like, what are you doing? Right. Right. Like, I, I don't know with Jack Campbell, I think it's just might take a little bit more time for him to ease into that crease for the Oilers. Like, let's be honest here for any goaltender, it's not going to be easy going from one defensive court to another different coaching. Like it's just, it, it's a comfortability factor. Maybe Jack Campbell's still taking a little bit more time and he's made some great saves, some great moments so far. And, I don't know. Uh, I think what the, it's really good that the Oilers have this 1A, 1B tandem right now between Skinner and Campbell. And it's kind of funny you bring that up because I think that a lot of Flames fans can draw similarities to the crease yeah. as well because, you know, Markstrom definitely hadn't had the start that maybe everybody right. had anticipated him to after coming off of a year where he received, you know, Vesna votes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you mentioned, like it's the team in front of him. It's, it's not just, yeah. it's, it's not just, uh, it's not just all on him. And he tended to be the whipping boy for the first uh, four or five games of the year, which, you know, every yeah. team I find has to have like every fan base dog piles on one guy when things oh, are, we've got, we've got some great. here in Edmonton, right? So every fan base has yeah. it, right? Like look yeah. at the Leafs. They got Justin Hall who, maybe isn't the greatest defenseman but again we'll keep it we'll, we won't uh we, okay, won't. we have darnell nurse so hey you said it you said yeah. it um conrad saying uh marky killed the flames momentum trying to pick a puck off the dasher just makes me so mad uh dangle is right and and the what he's saying there is uh steve's quote about um you're a goaltender. You're supposed to tend the goal. Yeah. Which... And I'll, I'll be honest. Like I was kind of like confused on why Daryl went to Markstrom. Yeah. I, uh, and... yeah, 
It yeah, was... no, I wasn't too confused because I mean, Markstrom's been playing pretty well recently. Was he like four zero and zero in his last couple starts? So he's he's been playing a lot better. And like I said, he was kind of the whipping boy, but it wasn't like entirely his fault. Um, yeah, I was I wasn't confused. I was more so like this could go either way, and I'd be fine with it if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like like Vladar would have made sense. He'd seen the Oilers. He played well against the Oilers in that first game. Um, but I understand as well this the the. the the fact that Jacob Markstrom has been playing so well lately and kind of that last demon, if you will, yeah, is that playoff series where, you know, the Oilers had their way with him for the most right. part, right? And he didn't play his best series. I think it was more so maybe a confidence thing. You know, here, we're going to give you Edmonton. You've been playing great. Yeah, like this is, exactly. this is, this is what you need. Like it, like this is, kind of mm. like going to put you like push him out of that slump if you will and it wasn't yeah. even really a slump um but yeah I, I i mean one bad play we talk about it earlier like one bad play where he plays the puck off the dasher doesn't get everything on it and then who's there to pick up the puck but Connor mcdavid right like you're you're not going to win that battle um no matter who you are um Keeping on some of these comments, we're trying to catch up here and then we'll move on to to something else. Um, Flames goaltending and blue line are supposed to be vastly superior. I'm sure that's an Oilers fan trying to throw a little bit of a dig over at uh, all of our... (laughs) It is. You're not wrong. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's the... I will obviously say that and take that all day, but the fact that you're saying it makes me a little bit bit happier. Thought the officiating was poor tonight. Pretty egregious calls missed all night. Zadorov's pick uh, toss. Yeah. Pugliarvi's elbow. The thing is, like, I, I I hate using officiating. You guys are allowed to use officiating for that last game against Chicago because that was, you guys come out with the the win. You guys won that game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, we did. But the but official thing was. Poor. I can't remember how many penalty minutes we were actually in that game in general, especially in the first period. I don't know. It was weird. I'd rather not go back to it. Cause I <laughs> like I don't want to blame the officiating too much because we won the game, but at the same time, it's kind of like it's a poor reflection on the rest of the league, right? I hear you. In a sense, right? Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, so it's it's tough, man. It is for sure. Um, And one last thing uh, in the comment section before we move on. Flames perspective, top line needs to be better five on five. Now, obviously, you followed along very closely, as did the rest of the league with everything that went on this uh, this offseason with the Calgary Flames. Jonathan Huberto comes in, playing on a line with Tyler Toffoli and Elias Lindholm, and... Not that it hasn't been a fit, because I think that there's a fit there and, and, and it's just taking a bit of time. But at five on five, that line definitely not the best for the Calgary Flames right now. From an outside perspective, from what you've seen, uh, what do you make of the Toffoli, Lindholm, and Jonathan Huberto line? I think it's a pretty solid line, especially with uh, Lindholm and Huberto. And I think eventually it's going to be a line that starts scoring goals. Uh, it's... I mean, Jonathan Huberto had the second most points in the NHL last year, I'm pretty sure, next to Connor McDavid. So it, I wouldn't be surprised at some point that does become one of the more dominant lines in the NHL. And I think we saw glimpses of what Toffoli can do, especially last year. I remember when he first came to Calgary and he was mm-hmm. scoring a few goals and there was a debate on oh, who's the better move, Evander Kane or Tyler Toffoli. And oh, yeah, Tyler Toffoli always... did have the edge for a bit there. And yeah. um, I'm interested to see how they'll do for the rest of the year. And ho- thank God we don't have to come up with against you guys until December because it'd be nice not to deal with that. Well, it almost seems like the three battles of Alberta in the regular season are just leading to an eventual playoff matchup right? sometime down and the line. Hopefully. The fact that there's again. only three, we talked about it earlier, is criminal. Yeah. Um, but definitely, like, the hockey gods and, and all that are, are manifesting uh, something to happen between these two teams 
in mm-hmm. uh, in the postseason. Um, so back to tonight's game, the pace I find really picked up because you know we talked about how slow it started. Uh, the pace picked up after that uh, Drysital power play goal, um, mm-hmm. and then you know the Oilers really started to kind of control possession and and I find that they not really trapped the Flames, but the Flames had a harder time in the transition game as well. Uh, and that's credit to, and, and again, it pains me to say, but it's credit to the Oilers um, on, on being able to, to take, yeah. to, to, to score that goal and then, uh, and then build on it there. But um, I also wanted to give a shout out, excuse me, credit to Stuart Skinner, who he's been phenomenal recently. 42, the shots, 42, 25 favoring Calgary at the end of this contest. And, you know, that's just, you know, Daryl Sutter hockey, tight defensively, yeah. throw everything on net, try to see if one goes in. Um, and yeah, he he was solid. Markstrom, I think, was great too. I, I, I don't want to spend, you know, time giving credit to Skinner and not talking about Jacob Markstrom. <laughs> well, Markstrom was well. pretty decent. He made some big stops as well. It's just that one mistake that was glaring to tie the game. And obviously, Zach Ahmed finds a way to get third. But yeah, I thought he was fine. I didn't think he was an issue too much in the game, right? Like, he was consistent. Yeah, absolutely, and and mm-hmm. and it made for such a fun matchup because I think that's one thing, another thing that both Flames fans and Oilers yeah. fans can agree on, is just how good the game, the content, like as the cons- as the consumer, yeah. how good of a game uh, it was tonight in Calgary. Overall, it was a it was a good hockey game, mm-hmm. um, especially at the NHL level. It wasn't overly physical like we've seen in the past. Not a ton of fighting. It was just. The it was just both good hockey. teams, yeah. It was just both teams playing their best hockey. I felt. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, a lot of it was fun. Wild. To watch. Yeah, a lot of fun like, to watch. I mean, I don't know about you, but have the Flames played the Blues yet? Uh, they have not. No. Okay, that that is probably going to be the most least enjoyable hockey you'll probably play. <laughs> okay, I'll be honest. Like that game was slow but enjoyable. Playing the St. Louis Blues was slow and boring, and like that's a game I could I could watch through the playoffs. That's St. Louis so, Blues hockey. <laughs> oh, it's it's not fun, man. I'm, I'm sorry, Blues fans. I no, don't even. Th- I wouldn't even apologize because I have a lot of flame or uh, Blues mutuals on Twitter who yeah. are even saying the same thing. Like like what's going on? I think they lost tonight as well to. Oh, good, good. God, who did they good. play? Yeah, seriously, right? And, and you know, another thing that we can both agree on as Flames and Oilers fans. Yeah, uh, let's bring up some of the comments they here. Lost the, they lost to the Habs, even better. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. To the Habs. Oh, that feels uh, that feels good. Um, Al saying, "Fun flack, fun fact: Vladar gave up three goals on his first twenty-two shots in Game One. Skinner has stopped seventy of his last seventy-two versus the Flames." But we have the goalie issues. I look. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna sit here and 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 bullshit you and say that the Oilers have a goaltending issue. I don't think that's the case at all. No, it's, it's much. It's definitely defensive. Yeah. So I find I find the Oilers have too many offensively minded D men and not enough defensive. Mm-hmm. Like I like. I don't mind Darnell Nurse. Yes, he's paying, getting paid. He's overpaid, but I I still like him as a player. But like. We don't have anyone who's defensively sound. Maybe Brett Kulak. Cody Cece's been good, but like, you know, you have Evan Bouchard and yeah, Tyson Berry. There's just, I feel like there's not a good balance on that blue line for the Oilers. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, yeah, someone bringing up the Markstrom has a 6 8 and 0 record. <laughs> it's not good. Like, against I'm sorry. the Oilers, as it's a tough. Claim. It's not. It's not yeah, good. Yeah. And, and, and I find that may, that might be like, that's interesting. Like, like for this third game, like this is something I kind of want to segue to as well for this next and final regular season battle of Alberta. 
as an Oilers guy, I'm sure you probably want to see Markstrom. But I, I want to see Markstrom all the time. I'm sure you do. And I, yeah. I don't blame you. I can't blame you one bit. But as a, like, if you are, you know, was the Calgary Flames fan who is going to be making the decision of who you start, is it clear cut that you go back to Vladar for the final I would uh, regular go season with start? Vladar, even if Markstrom's playing hot, because it's just, there, there's, I don't know, man. It's, it's tough because Vladar did play pretty all right against Edmonton. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really comes down to the question is how well Markstrom's playing at that point. And when was the last time Vladar started, right? Because you don't want to start Vladar after like a couple weeks or a couple games, right? It's yeah. Well, Daryl Daryl said he wants to he wants yeah, which, to try to get Vladar in for one start a week, which is different than what we saw last year for which sure. I, which I think is a good idea because you not, don't necessarily want to overwork your goalie, which I, I think might have been the case going into the playoffs. Definitely could have been. And as us Oilers fans, we've seen that with Cam Talbot when he was here because he got overworked in that one season, 2016-17, and he just didn't perform the same after that. Yeah. So it's uh, there's well, thanks wrong. for that, by the way, because he came to Calgary after. Yeah, so. <laughs> we've had an odd amount of players play for each other. So it's weird. Yeah, it's so. it's, it's really weird. But um, but uh, you I know would... what? I and I wholeheartedly agree. I'm. I think I go black back to Vladar, and it's not, you know, even if Markstrom is like the hot hand, I think you still go back to Vladar. Um, mm-hmm. The Oilers seem to have Markstrom figured out. Yeah, and you know. This game, maybe not as much, it, it didn't seem as much as like they had him figured out. And it was more so just that one goal that he allowed that he played the puck off the boards mm-hmm. and, and who's there but McDavid. But I, th- I I agree. I think Flames fans will agree. I think a lot of people were kind of head scratching that Markstrom was going to get the start tonight. But I don't pin this one on him uh, whatsoever. Um, someone saying... When does Wolf get his shot? Keep Vladar and Wolf six million cap space trade Markstrom now. And it's funny you say it's funny that's brought up. Um, Dustin Wolf had a great first pro year last year in Stockton, now Calgary. Um, that's what I heard. Yeah, but I don't think that that's the move right now. You've got obviously you've got Markstrom locked up long term. He's coming off of a great year. There was talks that he was he's battling. Uh, you know, there was a bug going around the Flames locker room. People have been sick and not feeling the greatest. Uh, Noah Hannafin missed uh, missed a game mm. because he wasn't feeling well. So I think it's still early, early, early in the season. It's not time to press the panic button on Jacob Markstrom. And I know that he's been the whipping oh, boy yeah. for the most part in Calgary. A lot of people are kind of like I talked about that dog pile. It, um, it is only game nine, ten right. in the NHL, right? So I, I wouldn't panic on anyone really at this point. Um, Jacob saying, is this because of his time in Vancouver? It's what I'm curious about. I'm wondering what that's in response to. But um, he did from what I understand before he came to Calgary play a lot in Vancouver, but not only did he play a lot, he faced a lot Hmm. in the sense that Vancouver was not tight defensively. um, And they still aren't. (laughs) No, Um, no. they still aren't. Some things never change, but uh, he faced a lot of shots. Like he, he, a lot of times when the Canucks won, when Markstrom was in net, he was facing like 50 plus shots at night. And kind of like, uh, when Mike Smith went on that run in Arizona and they went to the Western Conference Final in 2012. I remember that, yeah. He faced a lot of shots too. And that, you know, that that takes a toll on a goaltender, I would imagine. I'm yeah, not well, a goalie, Smith, but I would imagine it would. Mike Smith is the type of goalie who did better with more shots towards him, which is very weird. But then obviously. And I feel like it. Markstrom's that guy too. There's a chance, yeah. Yeah. The, no, the Oilers no, no. only got 25 shots off tonight and three of them went in and, and, and yeah. they ended up winning the game. So. 
I don't know, maybe, and it's not like the Flames are going to all of a sudden be like, okay, you know what, we'll just let off a little bit and we're going to yeah. allow more shots on. Um, but maybe Markstrom's that guy too, and I'm not quite sure. Um, wrapping up the show, I like to end things with a little bit of a, cool. a, a little bit of a fun topic. This is fun. Um, the reverse retros are out. Yeah. The Oilers came out with a beauty. and, and a I, lot, I liked it. A lot of people, uh, I think you're on the fence though. Are you one of those like, Kinda. No, I, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I like yeah. it. It could have been better, but I, I'll take it. I, I've been wanting that logo back to Oil Drop or Wild Oil Gear. So yeah, yeah. I like it. I'll I'll buy it. And I don't I, I like it because it's it's not boring. It, you know, it's, it's something different. It is different. And it's and yeah, and I like it. I've I've always liked it. Um but I want to know your thoughts on the Calgary black pedestal jersey. That one I was very confused about because I, I won't lie. Like, I, I like not, not even the shit on Calgary. I just don't find it too exciting. I thought you right. guys were going to go with Blasty. What happened with that? Well, Blasty's back. Okay. Um, yeah, is he but back? It's a, How many jerseys it's, do you have? Uh, for the first time in a long-ass time, the Calgary Flames have four jerseys this year. Okay. Um, the home and away, huh. obviously, as you can see. Well, technically, we have three behind. jerseys as well. Okay. Right. We have, and then, we have four as well. So then, and then uh, they've got Blasty back permanently as a third, nice. and then obviously the reverse retro as well, which uh, which pays homage to interesting the old the old pedestal jersey. But yeah, yeah I, it's interesting. I, I always like to get other people's perspectives on uh, on the fun stuff like jerseys and. Uh, well, I and, love jerseys, honestly. Oh, man. That, and I, and yeah. I saw your TikTok of your girlfriend's jersey there too, which is another friggin' Oilers classic right there. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting to see because I feel like people with the flames, they either love it or they hate it. Um, I hated the pedestal. I also hated Blasty and then it mm. grew on me. I think Noah Adler has something to do with that. Um, you know, he's always tweeting about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so. The guy loves Blasty. Yeah. Um, and then the pedestal, I hated it too. And then I'm like, I only hate it because it's different and, and, and it's something that we're not used to seeing, but yeah, uh, flames have two black jerseys this year, which is uh you know, first and I think ever. Um, mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting to see. I wish we would have been able to get, well, the thing is, uh, sorry to cut you off. No, no, the, don't when you look at the old flames Jersey history, there's not much you can really choose from the feels, right? Like I feel like they had to go with that. I feel there's a lot there of your jerseys much... look the same. They could have went and done something Atlanta Flames, but it's still yeah. the same colors. A lot of people, what they wanted to see was, and, and I saw a concept after, and there's so many goddamn good concepts artists out there who make mm-hmm. concept jerseys and stuff. And somebody made the pedestal, but using the current color scheme. Okay. And, and now I'm like, now after seeing that, I was oh, like, yeah. I, yeah. I need it. That'd be I nice. need it. It would have been nice. Um, let's go to some comments and then we will put a, put a nice uh, stamp on today's show. Um, here we are. Uh, Oilers retro is gross. <laughs> Somebody's saying. I think that's actually an Oilers. Fan. Well, I, I made an article on that on OilersNation.com, and I I made I, I looked at people's um, like the, the initial reaction. Yeah. I, I took some comments, put them in the article, and then some people were saying the jersey looks like a fried egg, and I can't get that <laughs> out, out of my mind. I can it see kinda it. It kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Um, <laughs> that same commenter saying uh, the snorting horse is, is blasty. That's a that's a good way of putting it. Um, Hyman has more goals than the Flames top line. All right, that seems like a perfect place to put a bow on today's episode. <laughs> there you go. There uh, we'll you hit go. him with some facts. Was thank you so much, brother. Uh, yeah. Shameless plug. The floor is yours. Tell everybody where they can find you, what you're up to, uh, and and all that good stuff. Uh, for hockey, uh, you, you can check out my Twitter. It's Was. That's I T S W O 
three Z's, it's Waz. Then I'm on TikTok doing my own stuff, it's Waz, Oilers Nation, TikTok, Instagram, Oilers Nation. So anything Oilers Nation related, I'm, I really have my hands on when it comes to socials. And then I, I do soccer called the 90th Minute. It's pretty awesome as well. So It is awesome. You thank you. some great yeah. stuff. Awesome. I'd uh, love to hear it. And then, yeah, of course, uh, just uh, check out the Nation Network. YouTube. Do it. Try to do, do more stuff there. Check out Shut Down in Flames as well. So Lots of yeah, good stuff going yeah. on. Um, big things happening around here. Big things happening. And we're going to have to talk to uh, talk to our boys at Nation HQ about something to do with uh, with a Modern Warfare 2 team. because uh, That'd be sweet. That'd I'm, be sweet. I'm on board. I'm on board. I, I, I've been invested. Unfortunately, in- a lot of – no sh- no disrespect to my, my upper uh, – Yeah, yeah. Upper, they're kind of boomers. <laughs> I won't lie, man. I was. That's I fair. Was I was. You know. You know. I show speed, right? Oh yeah, of course. Oh my god, I'm listening to one of their podcasts, and like, do you know about this guy named I Show Steam? <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully none of those boys. Those boys are all wasted right now in Calgary. Oh, probably. They're not yeah. listening to this. Yeah. Um. This has been another uh post game show on uh, on SDPN Game Over Calgary. Be sure to subscribe. Wherever you get your podcasts, hit subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Give us uh, give us some great ratings if you're enjoying the content that you're getting. And we will see you guys in the next Calgary Flames uh, post game, which I believe uh, I'm not even going to guess. I think it's Tuesday. I'm going to say Tuesday. Don't quote me on that. If the chat wants to correct me, please correct mm-hmm. me. But we'll see you guys in the next Calgary Flames post game. Thanks for stopping by Game Over Calgary, and we'll see you next game.